Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, April the 28th as we come off of Phillies' loss. As, uh, again, the Phillies, uh, you know, if, if um, the current pattern holds, they will win tonight as they... Uh, I'm sure people have seen have been six and six, seven and seven, eight and eight, nine and nine, ten and ten, and eleven and eleven, and now eleven and twelve. Um, so hopefully uh, tonight, I guess they'll go twelve and twelve, right? I mean that's that's the pattern. We'll see. Uh, not the best uh, starting option on the hill. We'll get that later, but you know, we'll see. Um, a frustrating one yesterday, one of those ones that, that highlights the, um, which it feels like maybe it's just one of those self-fulfilling things, but it does feel like a lot of the losses recently have highlighted some of the flaws with this team. And of course, I think when you lose, that's what's going to happen, obviously, right? So, um, but man, um, you know, we've talked a lot about the, the depth issues, which are there. Um, we've talked a lot about the, uh, pitching issues, which are there, you know, the back of the rotation. Uh, we don't talk enough about the defense. I mean, it's just a, a bad defensive ball club and it failed them again last night, early on Brad Miller, a, uh, uh, just a, uh, horrible defensive play. It wasn't scored in error and it absolutely should have been, um, that led to two runs, uh, just horrific defense from Brad Miller there. And uh, just across the board, I mean, boom, a couple bad plays. I mean, they're just a a bad defensive team and actively bad. And it's something that that is hurting them. You know, this isn't a team. This isn't a team that's good enough to get by making a bunch of mistakes. You know what I mean? I mean, this is a team that... They need to play tight, sharp baseball to win games. They're just not good enough to to give away runs, to give away outs, to give away opportunities. They're just not good enough for that. And I think the the defense thing is is kind of where it shines through the most in that, you know, and we're going to get to the offense because horrible, hideous display last night yet again. And we've talked about it the last few days. I mean, Two runs last night, two runs the night before, two runs in Colorado the day before that, only seven runs, you know, seven runs in their win in Colorado, four runs before that. I mean, this offense has been ice cold. It's been bad. And if it weren't for Reese Hoskins and Bryce Harper, they wouldn't add most of those runs in Colorado. I mean, think about that. And JT, I mean, they've been bad offensively. We'll get to that. But, um, you know, defensively, I, I think it's, it's not one of those things you talk about a ton when talking about baseball teams because, you know, most teams are competent defensively. You know, most teams are not bad enough 
defensively that it that it truly hurts their bottom line. Can it cost them a game here or there? Sure. Can it, you know, cost them a run uh, here and there? Of course. Um, but is it something that that at the end of the season you can say, all right, that team, the biggest reason or one of the biggest reasons, you know, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest reasons that team didn't make the playoffs is because they were bad defensively. Uh, is not something you say very often, and, and the Phillies are that kind of team. You know, they're they're bad. They're actively bad defensively, and um, and look, I get it. Brad Miller shouldn't be playing left field. He's not a left fielder. The problem is, is that the left fielder looks like he's uh, fifty years old instead of thirty three or thirty four or whatever he is. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, that's the problem. The problem is that this team has been so bad offensively that that you know in those spots they have to get corners and and guess what already they're such a bad defensive team to begin with that we talked about it coming into the season. They lack talented defensive players at every position other than catcher. I mean, again, we've talked about it. Bryce is is good, not great. At times he can do great things, and at times he's definitely not great, close to great, but. I mean, they're bad everywhere else. Flat out bad, below average. Didi, Didi used to be a short-handed shortstop. You know, he was never Mr. Range or Mr. Acrobatic play guy, but he at least had short hands. You know, if it was hit to Didi or in Didi's vicinity, he was going to get to it and make a short-hand to play on the ball and make a throw. He's far from that now um almost to the point where it at times looks like it's in his head where he's like second guessing before he throws um it's bad and then you know i mean obviously reese hoskins is a, is a disaster at first base one of the worst first basemen in baseball and uh you know a dh reese's dh and then boom i mean look boom has made some nice plays he really has he showed off some athleticism out there He's made some nice leaping plays. He's made some nice, you know, um, plays on pop-ups, stuff like that. But he's bad at third base, too. Uh, and he's particularly bad on, you know, plays that, look, not every third baseman's going to make all the time, like the slow grounder that you have to bare hand and throw to first. But but he's awful at those. And, uh, I mean, and yes, he's a big dude, so it makes sense. He's got a lot further way to go to get to the ground to make that play and get back up than than someone who's smaller. But whatever it is, I mean, Bohm's, Bohm's been bad. He's been absolutely bad. I mean, their, their infield defense is, is horrific right now. I mean, Maton is fine at second base, but he's not a second baseman. Um, and he hasn't been good. You know, and at times he's been bad. Um, really bad infield defense. Center field, no matter who's been out there, Mickey Moniak's been the best, but none of them are game-changing center fielders or guys who are covering a ton of ground or do but we know the issues he's had out there and then uh you know again in, in left field it's been horrible uh, mccutcheon has been terrible defensively obviously it doesn't cover a lot of ground like he used to and and has had some real boneheaded plays as we know um you know that error uh the one where just popped out of his glove lackadaisically i mean horrible and and obviously we've seen what brad miller's done out there they're they're a horrible defensive team and it's something that they're going to have to reckon with. You know, it's something that's going to be a hindrance. And that's not something that... The problem is it's not something they can afford to fix because they need to worry about the offense. 
They need to worry about hitting the ball. That was the biggest problem with the team last night is they stunk offensively. I mean, and have stunk offensively for a, a good stretch now. So we'll get to the offense. We'll talk about the game in a sec uh, last night. But the defense is a problem. And it's something that's not getting better. And it's something where if they don't start compensating for those deficiencies in other ways by hitting the baseball or uh, you know, and putting up runs of their own or uh, pitching really well, getting more strikeouts maybe, I don't know. Um, those are the ways you, you help mitigate those deficiencies because they're not going to get much better defensively just um, you know, with moves made, I don't think. You know, we'll see. You know, it depends on what kind of moves are made. I mean, center field, if you get a real center fielder, that could help, obviously. Um, and look, Segura at second base helps. He's a better second baseman than Maton. Um, but that's not good. And the Didi thing's a real worry. I mean, you signed him for two years. You signed Didi for two years. And I think the battle will be fine. Look, he's been struggling. He's now down to 243 with a 266 OBP and a 338 slugging. Gross. Didi's been horrible. Um, but but defensively, I mean, man, you can't you can't have that bad a shortstop and and win very often. Um he needs to get it together. Whatever it is, he needs to regain that form that he had before. Um, all right, let's let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about the game last night. It's just another bummer of a game. As uh, they couldn't do anything against Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez stinks. Um, they were able to um, beat him up here in Philly, but last night Martinez goes seven and a third, two runs, only one earned, four strikeouts, two walks. Uh, only allows uh, the team as a team. The Phillies only had three hits all game. Harper had two, Miller had one. That's it. Three. Hits and Zach Gaflin, the line doesn't look good. It's a shame because he was much better than this. Uh, the line is six and two thirds, five earned runs, nine hits, no walks, eight strikeouts. Um, but it was really two runs and the bullpen, um, or three runs, excuse me, and the bullpen screwed him. Sam Cunard came in with two outs and two on and gave up two runs. Um, and just you know, it's he stunk. Um, and so that was two runs that theoretically shouldn't account for him. Look, he let him on base. I, I get it. But, um, and also, look, those two runs that Miller, uh, I mean, again, that Miller play to me was an error. They didn't call it. Uh, that was an error. You got to catch that. I get that they're not going to call it an error. I know the way baseball works, but that's an error. That dude has to make that play. That's a, he was there. That was a catch he has to make. So I, I think Eflin pitched way better than his line indicates. And I, I feel bad for him. I thought he was very good last night. And, um, and again, look, it didn't ultimately matter. Jose Alvarado was awesome. Uh, a little scary. Got a couple base runners on, but just pumping it at 100-plus. Just unreal. Um, but uh, the real story of this game was was the offense. You know, the defense, too. But, r- but really the offense. The fact that they got three hits off Carlos Martinez. Somehow mustered two runs off those three hits with a sacrifice fly and a ground-out RBI and uh, two walks sprinkled in there. But... Just a, a, a pathetic effort, in all honesty, from, from the offense. And it's been pathetic for a little while now. And again, I know I, I keep harping on this, but 
it's because it's just the flat-out truth that this team isn't going anywhere if they don't hit. This team has to hit. They can fix some of the edges. You know, they can get someone who's not as horrific as Matt Moore to start every fifth day. They can piece together a bullpen that, by the way, guys, we'll talk about it after the offense, but is is a is a problem again, like at least here and there, you know, not as, as shut down as it was before, that's for sure. Um, but they can piece that together, like, and 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 get by it, you know, especially if the, the three top guns are, are good. But man, this team's not going anywhere if they don't hit. This team is is fundamentally dependent on that offense producing to be a successful baseball team. They have to hit. They have to. Like it's imperative to the team's success. And it's the biggest reason they, they are a below five hundred baseball team right now. You know, it's it's they haven't scored runs. We complain so much about so many things with this team and and look, justifiably so in, in a lot of these cases, but but the thing to complain the most about is the fact they don't score runs. That's what we should be complaining about right now. That's what we should be incensed about. That outside of a couple of guys, this team can't score runs. It's ridiculous. I mean, again, just looking past two runs last night in St. Louis, two runs the night before, two runs the day before that in Colorado, seven in Colorado, five, uh, four in Colorado, six at home, seven. That's good. But then none, two, four. Nine against St. Louis, and then they didn't score a ton to start the season. Um, and that Mets series, they only scored four runs in three games. The offense has really, outside of a couple games, been stagnant. Stagnant for a, a extended period of time, you know, close to two weeks now. And, again, I'm not saying that it won't turn around because I do still believe uh, Didi Gregorius is a much better than we've seen. Alec Bohm, who is the unluckiest man on the planet, it seems. That guy has scorched so many baseballs that have ended up in gloves over the past week. It's unbelievable he can't buy a hit. I mean, he had two last night. One that that shot to right field um, that seems like it's been, you know, he's had that exact same um, hit so to see taken away from him in, in three separate, three, four different games where he's hit it to that spot. And, and the Acuna catch is the one that sticks out the most that jump and grab out there. But, um, and then also had a shot that, that Paul DeYoung just made a perfectly timed jump and, and caught the ball at its peak. And it was, you know, it was perfect. It was perfect defense. It was a great play, but, but Bohm was scorching the ball, and, and the guy can't buy a hit, but clearly Alec Bohm is, you know, whether or not he's getting unlucky now, is a disappointment so far. I mean, there's absolutely no other way to look at it. There's no other way to um, even discuss it. He's been a disappointment, and um, they need him to turn around. And look, it is, is a, I certainly think it's a good sign that he's scorching baseballs, and um, showing us that he's starting to lock in a little bit. But again, you know, he's been been 
a, a disappointment. There's no other way to put it. And, you know, again, JT, Bryson, and Ree's been great. And Ree's obviously, uh, obviously is hot and cold thing, hot to start the season, a little bit of cold, and then obviously hot again now. Um, but JT's been consistent. The numbers are there. Um, not a ton of, of power, extra base stuff, but he's been very good. And Harper's been amazing. And that's it. Uh, you know, everyone else in this lineup, especially with Segura out, has, has struggled. And especially the big problem, you know, seems to be, or one of the big problems, and, and I think Andrew McCutcheon is the, the biggest culprit in that, is that guys at the top of the lineup just aren't getting on. I mean, that's the thing with Hoskins, too, is that Hoskins is, is yeah, he's leading the majors in homers, but he's not walking at all. And look, I like the aggressiveness, uh, I, I, selective aggressiveness, all that stuff, and I'm happy. You know, I don't want him just going up there to walk, but it is, it is notable that he's got a sub 300 OBP. I mean, that's not not important. The power is important, but you got to get on base too. You need that guy to get on base or two hitter to get on base. Don't put him in the two hole if he's gonna hit like this. Put him in the four hole. Put JT in the two hole. JT's getting on base. I mean, they, they have to start doing something, right? I mean, they have to start manipulating the lineup a little bit, you know, doing something different, um, doing something to spark something because it just obviously has not been good enough. And, hey, Odubo Herrera, good thing you brought him up. He's been great so far, huh? Awesome. Dude's killing it. I just, he's not good. He's not a good baseball player, and he's boneheaded. He's just not good, you know? And so they need to trade for a center fielder. That's where we're at. Sorry, guys. Pony up. Figure it out. You got to go to center fielder. I mean, that's just where we're at. And honestly, in a division that for some stroke of luck, with the amount of talent in this division, uh, all the other teams in this division are as frustrated in their fan bases as the Phillies are to us because they keep losing games too. No one in the division has a, a winning record. So, you know, yay, that's good because <laughs> it keeps them in it. Obviously, you'd wish the Phillies had taken advantage of it. And, you know, we were talking about them as the one at way out in front because they've taken advantage of the other team struggling. Obviously, that's not the case. But having said that, you know, um, it is helpful that these other teams are struggling as well. Obviously, that's a a good thing for the Phillies, but you know, they need to they need to play better baseball. Um, I, I know it's such a simple thing to say, but they need to be sharper, they need to be crisper, they need to not make so many mistakes. You know, I mean, that that doesn't seem so complicated, but it's true for this team. They, they, they don't play a, a sharp, um, on-point brand of baseball, and that comes on Joe Girardi, right? I mean, we got to give Girardi that, that kind of thing, and they don't show up enough. Like, they're not motivated enough, it seems. Like, they weak at bats, lazy at bats, not working the count, not working, especially when you're struggling as an offense. We saw it last night against Martinez. We saw it against Wainwright, too. Like, if you say, like 50 pitches through six innings or 50 something pitches through six, whatever it was, or five, it's crazy. This lineup that was supposed to grind it out, they're grinders. Where we haven't seen it. 
We've seen a bad lineup. A lineup that is just not good enough. And again, I know that they've had injuries. The Segura thing's hurts, but that's where we go back to the roster, the, the roster depth thing. The fact they don't have this organizational depth. And Maton's actually been good, better than most in the lineup. Obviously not last night, but it's just frustrating. It's frustrating because, again, there is opportunity here that the rest of the division is struggling right now. Um, if the Phillies could get their feet under them a little bit and start hitting the baseball, start scoring some runs, start converting on opportunities with runners on and, and how about getting runners on the first place? I mean, again, three hits last night, two of them from Harper. This can't keep happening. Carlos Martinez is not good. Adam Wainwright's not good. They played in Colorado and couldn't score runs or at least a ton of them. Like, let's go. Let's go guys. It's time. It's time to start hitting. And, and look, Lastly, the, the bullpen uh, is it is a concern. Uh, you know, I came into the season and I certainly talked about on this show early in the season the idea that I need to to see this bullpen really do it a lot and and assuage my memories and fears of last year before I'm like able to trust a bullpen again. And and we're not there yet. We're certainly not there yet. I and and we're we're backsliding. I feel like last year at times again. I mean, again, last night, Coonrod comes in. Whoop. A one-run game is a three-run game. It's over, essentially. You know, the bullpen has not been close to as good as it was at the start of the season. And, and the Archie Bradley injury hurts. Getting Alvarado back is huge, as we saw last night. I mean, that guy's just a badass. He's awesome. He's nasty. But... You know, the, the, the bullpen is certainly far from not being a problem, too, you know? And that's frustrating because, that, you know, we felt very, 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 very hopeful after that first series, you know, after that first um, few series, I should say. Um, the hot star, you know, you're like, oh, the bullpen, everyone's awesome. Not everyone's awesome. And, you know, a lot of guys are struggling now. So, you know, you hope they right the ship. I, I believe in Connor Brogdon. Um, I, I, Jose Alvarado, I definitely believe in. They need R.G. Bradley back. But, I, you know, Sam Coonrod, we'll see. He's had some really nice outings for them. He has. He's been good for them more than not. But the last few have been a little bumpy. But, again, I, I don't... He's been good. I think, for the most part, Coonrod's been good. I, I don't... You know, the ERA, those runs don't count against them last night, but they, they probably showed at least one of them. Um, but um, the ERA's good. But I, I think he's been good. But, again, I don't feel 100% confident when he comes into a game, as was evidence last night. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's a concern, the pen, and I think it's something to watch is this team, again, it does have some holes. It does have some some flaws, but it seems like the other NLEs teams do too, or at least more than we thought. So, um, and again, look, it's also still very early. It's all very early. We say that. We mean it. It's true. Um, I don't mean to, you know, it, it's the truth. It's not. Uh, it is still early. But, it, but again, these some of these issues – and I think that's what is a little concerning is that some of these issues um, feel like they're not going to be fixed without 
intervention. You know, like, again, center field isn't going to be fixed without intervention. I mean, they just, they're not good enough. None of these guys. Odubel, Moniac's not ready, it looks like. Um, obviously, Hazley's not even there. Roman Quinn, we all know. Um, they're not good enough there. They're going to have to add somebody for that. I mean, the the rotation spot, Spencer Howard, you know, comes up and is good, but they're probably going to have to add a st- uh, starter at some point if they really want to compete. And they might have to add a bullpen arm too. You know? And again, the the, the bench, that's not even talking about the bench. So, um, yeah, you know, so it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but... I can I think they can do those things and they will do those things if they win games leading up to that. They need to win some games. So that starts again tonight. Back at it with St. Louis tonight as uh nerve wracking Vincent Velasquez on the elegance Oviedo uh for the Cardinals. So we'll see. No lot of tomorrow. So uh you know, if they can sneak a Vinny out Vinny win out, can you imagine sneaking out and then maybe actually win the series? Wouldn't that be something? Um fingers crossed. Uh, I mean, look, twelve and twelve, right? They're they're gonna keep the streak going. <laughs> Hopefully, they deviate from it at some point in the in a positive way. Uh, either way, we'll be at, back tomorrow to react to it. Also, until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today, right here on the Phillies twenty four seven Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.